You're listening to a sermon from Pasco Vale Church of Christ. To hear more of our teaching or to find out about the church, please visit our website, pvcc.org.au. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be with you uh, again today. And uh, my wife, Gail, is uh, very sorry that she's not able to be here. She loves to come. Uh, unfortunately, she's doing a couple of night shifts so at the moment. Hopefully, she's sleeping uh, really well at home. Now, uh, last week, uh, as well as today, we are going to really um, be looking at one of my favourite topics, which, of course, is our spiritual gifts at work uh, in here, right here, in God's church. Uh, and that's uh, right here, of course, at Pasco Vale Church of Christ. And just imagine for a moment you know, how many people have been through this church. Uh, over all of those years. How many people have exercised uh, their spiritual gifts here at Pasco Vale Church uh, since, uh, I think it's 1955 that the church has been uh, going? How many sermons have been preached? How many Sunday school classes have we had? How many dinners and lunches have been uh, served by people? How many people have been cared for? How many people have been visited in hospital? How many people have been prayed for? for healing over all of that time. You know, there's been a mountain of spiritual gifts exercised right here in this church over the, what, past 65 plus years. And, um, you know, I believe that there will be so much more as well. Let's, uh, let's pray. Father God, open our hearts today, open our minds to understand you more. And uh, we love your word because we want to understand it and we want to become more like Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, our Bible reading today came from, of course, Romans chapter 12, and it begins with these very, very well-known words. By the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. See, Paul begins this whole section uh, where he's going to discuss about spiritual gifts by letting us know a couple of things, that spiritual gifts come from God and only from him. And second, that using our spiritual gifts is actually our act of worship to the Lord. In other words, we really honour God by using our gifts. By using the gifts that he has given to us, we are honouring the Lord. So that means that if we're not using our spiritual gifts, then you know, then that's an area of our life that we are not honouring God in, at least in, in the way that we should be anyway. You know, every single one of us, every Christian, has been given at least one spiritual gift, empowered by the Holy Spirit, you know, the Spirit who lives within each one of us who call Jesus our Lord. And uh, as uh, 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10 tells us, 
This is a, a great verse. It tells us, as each has received a gift. Each and every one of you has received a gift, a spiritual gift from God. At least one, most likely more. You know, it's not a question of if I've received a spiritual gift. You have. You have that gift. God has given it to you. It's a fact. And secondly, use it to serve one another. You know, we can choose to use our spiritual gift or not to use it. We have that choice. But why wouldn't we use a gift that God's given us? Why wouldn't we do it? You know, why has God given it to us in the first place? You know, if we don't use it, we're not supposed to use it to, to simply serve ourselves. You know, it, it's, it's a gift that is for other people. It's to help others. It's for the good of others. Now, I don't, I don't use my spiritual gifts so as to point to me and say, hey, ain't I a great guy? No, it's for the benefit of other people. It's for glorifying God. It's for God's church. It's to help others. You know, and if I don't use my spiritual gifts, I'm actually depriving uh, others in our community of that, aren't I? And uh, thirdly, as it says in this verse, as good stewards of God's varied graces. Wow, hey? Good stewards. We are to be good stewards of all that God gives to us, including our spiritual gifts. We're accountable to God for what he has given to us. And, and good stewards are people who, who um, use well those things that have been entrusted to them. And God has entrusted us, each one of us, with a spiritual gift. Now, uh, many of us, you know, we don't think we're overly gifted. <laughs> I don't. Or maybe you, um, you're not sure about your spiritual gifts. And I hope last week uh, when Alvin was here speaking, and uh, I think he also uh, brought the uh, booklet with him, uh, this is a booklet on discovering your spiritual gifts, and it's got a section there where it lists all the spiritual gifts which are stated uh, in the Bible. And then there's a section there, uh, basically it's a questionnaire, it's, it's just something to use that would help you to understand what your spiritual gifts are. Um, did, everybody ha did you have a go at filling this in? Did everybody get one? If you haven't got one, there are some available on the foyer table. So... Who knows what their spiritual gift is? I'm the only one. Oh, well, we've got two. That's two of us. <laughs> yeah, there's more. Of course. Did, did you have a chance to fill this in? Who was able to fill this in between last week and this week? Yep. There's a number of people have done that. Great. If you haven't had a chance to do it or you weren't here last week or you didn't get the booklet, please grab one. Fill it in during the week. And it'll help you, it'll just give you an indication. I mean, this questionnaire is not perfect, obviously. But it, it just gives you, helps to give you a good indication or at least an area uh, to look at of where you can start thinking about where your spiritual gifts are. And you know, 
The best way to work out what your spiritual gift is, is just do it. Just start serving in an area. And, and you know, when you start serving in an area, you find out, well, you know, are you good at that? Uh, do you enjoy doing it? Uh, do other people appreciate uh, how you are serving in that area? What's the kind of feedback that you are getting uh, from other people? You know, God will steer you into the area of your spiritual gift. You know, it's like a, a ship in the middle of the ocean. If the ship isn't moving, you can't steer it. But if it's moving, then a big ship can be steered. Otherwise, it just drifts around in circles. And we don't want to be doing that, do we? So let's, you know, just try an area that you think uh, that you might like to do. And uh, start exercising our spiritual gifts. I'm sure many of you have been doing that over many years uh, anyway. So now, the most important question. I know what my spiritual gifts are, perhaps. So what do I do now? Well, we just start using them, don't we? We use our spiritual gifts to serve you know, in an area of ministry right here in this church. You know, how did Jesus see himself? In Mark chapter 10 and verse 45 it says, Even the Son of God came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. I mean, if the Lord Jesus, God himself, would come down to earth and be a servant, serve us, how much more should we be serving God and serving one another? Actually, you know, it's easy to serve when you know that you are serving the Lord. And we know we are serving, not, not only my strength, but in God's strength, in God's enabling because we have the Holy Spirit within us. And, you know, serving is real. It's fun. I get a lot of joy out of serving. And, you know, if you're getting a lot of joy out of what you're doing, it's a great, it's a great thing to say, well, that must be my area of spiritual gifting because I really love doing it. It's a great sign, isn't it? You know, every spiritual gift has a place, a special place, in the body of Jesus Christ. You know, every gift that God has given um, has been placed in the body of Christ, in his church, and every one of them is important. You know, some gifts, you know, we sort of think of as being more important, you know, just because the person's up there preaching and teaching or prophesying, you know, people think it's more important. Well, it's not. You know, the gifts of hospitality, gifts of intercession, you know, prayer, gifts of, of helps, of helping others, gifts of administration, they're all important. But God has given different gifts to different people in order to build up his church. All are needed, all are important, all are benefit of the body of Christ. No, we don't look down on any gift. We treat all of them as important uh, to the church. All are valuable. All are needed. All are necessary. 
You know, your gift will be missed if you're not here. You know, God's church needs every single one of us working together. Together, we are the Church of Christ here at Pasco Vale. And the body doesn't work well if a part of the body is missing. You know what it's like. You know, if your knee's not doing too well, it's a bit harder to function, isn't it? You know, and as our scripture reading here today, Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 6, say to us, For as in one body we have many members, and the members don't all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. Let's use our gifts. You now it's just like this picture here. It's actually a picture of an Amish community uh, in America building a barn. This is something that they're well known for. And actually, you can't see it in the picture here, but, but down the bottom on the ground level, there are a lot of women and youths and uh, teenagers and children as well. All of them, the whole community is involved in this project. Everyone is there. Everyone is needed. Everyone has a role to play. We can't help him if everyone isn't helping. We need all the different skills and gifts that each one of you bring in order to work together here at Pascova. I want to read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 14 to 20. It's a bit of a longer reading, but I think it's really important. So just listen as I read these beautiful words. For the body doesn't consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, that wouldn't make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye... I don't belong to the body, that wouldn't make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. We are all the many parts in the one body of God's church here at Pasco Vale. Everybody is needed. Everyone is important. If one's missing, the body isn't whole. We need every single one of you working together here at Pasco Vale Church of Christ. You know, and when we use our spiritual gifts, you know, it's amazing. I've always found, you know, when I've been involved in, in ministry and in using my spiritual gifts, it's a great way to grow uh, spiritually as well. You know, because when I'm serving, I find that I have a lot of trouble and I need to depend on God. I mean, when I'm serving, I have to pray more. I have to read God's word more. I have to ask God for, for strength and for wisdom. I depend 
on him more. Makes me more dependent on God. And so it's a wonderful thing when we serve, isn't it? The way that God uses that for us to grow in love with him more and more. You know, we don't serve to show ourselves off, to show off our spiritual gifts. We, we serve to show off Jesus, to build his church and to give glory to God. Let me tell you a little bit of a story about, you know, just the importance about how all the gifts connect and work together. Now, just imagine you've, you've gone to this party You've had a great time there. You've had dinner. Uh, everybody is, uh, is having a great time. They're just waiting now for dessert. And the host uh, uh, comes out uh, showing their great hospitality and they come out with this big tray of, uh, of desserts. It looks absolutely fantastic. But she trips up and the whole tray falls on the ground. Everything breaks and there's dessert all over before. And then we see the response of everyone there from all the different people. The person with the gift of serving uh, jumps up quickly and says, I'll help you to clean up. And the, one, uh, the person with the gift of teaching, uh, they're really useful. Um, they say, well, the reason that she fell is because the tray was too heavy and we've got to really learn from this. Now, that's the kind of person that I am. I led Gail to clean it up. <laughs> the person with the gift of prophecy, just before this happened, they said, hey, be careful. That tray is really heavy. Don't bring it all out at once. The person, the encourager, they say, hey, that's okay. We don't need dessert anyway. We've already had enough to eat. And the giving person says, I'll head off to the bakery, I'll buy some cakes so that we don't miss out on dessert. And the leader says, Joe, you get the mop. Mary, you get that cloth from the kitchen. Tom and I, we're going to clean up the glass first so nobody gets hurt. And the person with the gift of mercy, they've got their hand around the hostess, saying, don't worry, it could have happened to anyone. You see, all of them are needed in this situation, aren't they? And that's how God works in his church. All of us are needed to work together for his church to really grow and to flourish and to be a beacon of light in our wonderful community. You know, because God wants us to use our spiritual gifts, he doesn't want us to hide them away. If we don't use our gifts, then then really, you know, I'm sure that God would be very disappointed, wouldn't he? If it's important for God uh, for us to use our spiritual gifts, then it's important to us as well. We really do miss out on God's blessing when we don't use our gifts. Now let me tell you a true story about a, a guy that comes to our church at Cross Culture. His name's John. John started attending the church in about 2005 or so. He lives in Bayswater, which is quite a bit of a ways out, actually. He comes in by train um, each week. Uh, now, what you really need to know about John is that John was born with cerebral palsy. 
John is obviously the one on the left there. And it means that when, uh, when uh, during pregnancy uh, there was uh, some damage to what they call the motor control centre of the brain. And so John uh, can't control all of his movements and he's also got unintentional movements as well. But it doesn't affect his mind. His mind is very good. He's alert. He understands everything that's going on around him. Um, there's no known cure for cerebral palsy, unfortunately. Now, John uses, of course, an electric wheelchair. He's, um, he wasn't able to learn to read uh, when he was uh, growing up, and he can't speak, uh, he can't feed himself, and uh, he needs help with most of the normal day-to-day -day, uh, things that one needs to do. But John doesn't let that stop him. <laughs> he participates in life fully just like you and me. You wouldn't believe what this guy's done. I mean, he's been skydiving. I would never do that because I'm way too scared. Uh, John loves going to concerts. He um, uh, goes on holidays uh, most years, except, of course, during the pandemic period. He goes to concerts. He swims. Uh, so John gets fully involved in life. Now, let me give you a quote from John. I want people to judge me by what I can do and not what I can't do. You might look at me and think I've got a lot of disabilities. But I'm much more than that. I'm John Fox and I can do a lot of things. Please judge me by what I can do and not by what you think I can't do. So what about you and me? Maybe you think, you know, I'm getting a bit old. I can't do so much. I think like that. Maybe your muscles are a bit tired, you know, and everything doesn't quite work like it used to. I feel much like that. Maybe we need to be a bit more like John. Don't think about what I can't do, but at what I can do. You know, I can be friendly at church, with, particularly with new people who come along and maybe I can even you know, phone them up afterwards and, uh, and be an encouragement to them. Maybe I can teach children even. Why not? I can pray. I can regularly go to one of the uh, regular prayer meetings of the church I can invite people to church from you know my community, my friends, my family. You know, why don't you ask one of the leaders in the church, you know, what is one little thing that I can do to help if you're not already doing something, of course? What's one little thing? Well, I can't do much, but I can do something. I can do something. Let's pray. just going to give you a moment to uh, speak with God uh, personally. Maybe you just want to ask the Lord, you know, Lord, what's, what's one thing, what's one little thing that I can do to help in this church? And I'll give you a couple of moments to pray and then I'll close.
our Father. Help us not to neglect the Holy Spirit or the gifts that you have given to each one of us. Give us all the courage to use these gifts and uh, the humility uh, not to use them for ourselves but uh, for you and for your glory. Help us to see the good works that you've prepared for each one of us to do. Uh, to do it willingly and to do it with real joy in our hearts as well. We thank you. We thank you for your uh, gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your uh, spiritual gifts that you've given to each one of us. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen.